0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Really excited about this interview. I'm going to be talking to David Walker, uh, the former Controller uh, General of the United States, and uh, which is one of the most important organizations of the United States government for monitoring. Fiscal integrity, and it's an organization that, unlike so many agencies, are so politicized, it's one that has had a history of really simply telling it like it is. And um, really delighted to have, have David Walker on the program. Sir, welcome on the show. Welcome to the Price of Business. Real quickly, why don't you elaborate on uh, the agency, one that people don't hear that much about, but I think is really significant, and a little bit about your experience in that agency. And welcome. Sure.
1: Thank you, Kevin, for the opportunity. Uh, First, the Comptroller General of the United States in English is Auditor General and the Chief Accountability Officer of the United States, and the CEO of the Government Accountability Office, which is actually in the legislative branch. Uh, And that agency, you know, conducts audits, uh, investigations, uh, program evaluations, uh, legal research, adjudications, et cetera. And unlike most uh, government agencies, it actually has a 100 to 1 return on investment for the dollars that are invested in it, at least 100 to 1 when I left. Uh, And so, you know, it's all about how do you improve government performance and how to assure accountability for the benefit of the American people.
0: Yeah, you know, that's fascinating. I find that fascinating. I think that probably the main reason why we don't hear about it is that uh, it's not like most people in government are that concerned about keeping uh, finances contained. As you all know, many do- agencies, their, their goal is growth of spending. And, in fact, if they said, hey, we can cut spending here and there, that would simply mean less money that that agency would get. It's, it's really a bizarre form of thinking that's the luxury of uh, using people, other people's money, including people not even born yet. Uh, you don't see that in the world of business. So thank God for an agency like yours.
1: Well, Kevin, it's, an, it's an unfortunate, but a lot of government agencies are in the business of getting the money. Spending the money rather than focusing on positive outcomes, results, if you will. and one of the things that has to happen is the government's got to fundamentally change its culture to where it's linking resources to results uh, and in, engaging in a rationalization of a number of its existing policies and programs and more devolution of activities back to the states because you know the federal government has become a blow to bureaucracy and has totally lost control of its finances.
0: No question about it, and uh, obviously it's time kind to of reconsider, and this isn't new, is it? I think uh, besides the uh, one budget balance we had in the uh, um, late 90s um, during uh, the Kasich-Clinton deal, and then you've got to go back to Lyndon Johnson, I think in 1968, for the last time before that, that we had a balanced budget, these balanced budgets are hard to come by.
1: Well, they sure are. I mean, because the the government has become addicted to deficits and debt. Uh, You know, I was Comptroller General of the United States from 1998 to 2008. The first four years I was Comptroller General, we had surpluses. And in two of those four years, we actually paid down the debt. But things have been totally out of control in the 21st century. You know, we now have total debt of 120% of the economy uh, and that doesn't count the unfunded obligations for Social Security, Medicare, and other programs. Uh, it's, way t- it's too high now, and it's projected uh, to get much, much higher in the future if we don't change course, which we must do.
0: So do you have any optimism of that happening?
1: Uh, yeah, here's what I have optimism about. The American people are a lot smarter than politicians realize. They know you can't spend more money than you make, charge it to the credit card without having a day of reckoning. And now we're seeing uh, some interest in Congress to try to be able to do uh, uh, a uh, statutory fiscal stability commission that would engage the American people with the facts, the truth, the tough choices. Everything would be on the table, but not everything is equal. And they would make a package of recommendations dealing with spending and revenues, uh, and that would get an up, a, up or down vote in Congress. Speaker Johnson's for it, the chairman of the Budget Committee in the House. Uh, is uh, is for Jody Arrington. Uh, Bipartisan bills have been introduced in both the the House and the Senate. There's already been a hearing in the House, and I'm cautiously optimistic that something like this will become law early uh, this next year, and I've been pushing for it for a number of years, and so hopefully it will happen.
0: Interesting. Talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your thoughts about, um, what kind of procedure would would required to make this happen in in terms of uh, uh, tr- changing the momentum? I mean, honestly, I I used to work in. Capitol Hill, I was an A2 U.S. Senator. That was back in the 80s, and to me, it's exponentially worse now. The amount of destruction, the amount of really what appears like, uh, thanks to, frankly, a 24-7 news cycle, that I guess I'm part of, um, you know, uh, constant reporting of existential crisis, so much of it having nothing to do with the really heavy things like you're talking about. I, I, I just, I wish I had more optimism like you do. So talk a little bit how you see this unfolding.
1: Well, Kevin, first, you know, I was a Reagan, Bush 41, and Clinton presidential appointee. And, you know, things have just gotten much, much worse uh, through the years. And let me give you an example. Uh, in 1979, and, and you know, and when Reagan ended up taking office, uh, our total debt subject to the debt ceiling was less than a trillion dollars. Now it's $34 trillion and growing at record rates. And by the way, let me tell you another significance of 1979. In 1979, there were an adequate number of states who had filed applications with the Congress for a convention of states to propose a fiscal responsibility amendment, and Congress did nothing. I'm now involved in another effort, in addition to the commission, which we need to have, uh, to uh, get one or more states to literally sue the Congress for failure to discharge It's ministerial, non-discretionary responsibilities under Article 5 of the Constitution to be able to uh, allow the states to get together and propose a fiscal responsibility amendment that would limit how much debt as a percentage of the economy we can take on. This is unprecedented, but it's essential because the Congress has failed to do its job. You're
0: you're advocating a constitutional amendment? I'm
1: advocating a constitutional amendment. There's two ways you can get one. If the Congress will end up passing one, uh, two-thirds of the House, two-thirds of the Senate, they can send it to the states. They're they're not going to do that. I've been told by leadership that, you know, one party doesn't want it. The other party really doesn't want to lose control. uh, And so we have to go with Plan B. Plan B is let the states do it. And the founders envisioned that Washington might become so out of touch and out of control that the states would have to assert their rights uh, under Article Five, and, and and that's what we need to do to uh, to gain control of our finances.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not very hopeful on either one, but hey, you know what? I'm perfectly fine with you advocating <laughs> it. Uh, I mean, yeah. the last time this has even been attempted was the Equal Rights Amendment, and you know how that went. And so it's that it's incredibly daunting to do something like this as well not saying to he, he, not to keep trying. It's, it's literally, though, the uh, uh, natural uh, attitude of government to keep growing. That's just the natural, uh, a great book by Ludwig von Mises called Bureaucracy that uh, is so daunting to read but is brilliant, really just uh, captures the uh, uh, nature of people, and particularly people in power, and uh, the, the inclination is more. More <laughs> that's all they're inclined to do. And now what they've done is is and I say the they it's bipartisan. I have a, a nice little laundry uh, of Republican disasters and a nice little laundry list of Democrat disa- disasters. Is they've created such a chaotic and unstable environment on every level. The thought of doing something that's thoughtful and I think important that you suggest, man, I might as well be hoping for the tooth theory, you know, I just, that's where I am. I've grown very cynical, but you know what? This debate needs to continue. People like you need to be uh, continuing to advocate it because we are literally at $32 trillion national debt when I got involved in politics early 1980, I was part of an organization that was trying to prevent the federal government from having a trillion-dollar debt. Now, think about that. You've got a government that was established in 1788. I'm in 1983, or 82, rather, 81, 81, and we hadn't got a trillion-dollar yet. And now we're at $32 trillion in, what, four decades yeah, not even yet. Yeah, for we're decades. about to We multiplied by 32, what took 160 years to get to uh, one. I mean, that is a J-curve.
1: Well, we're, we're about to hit 34 trillion, and we're adding yeah. debt at or near record rates. But in addition to that, we've lost control of the budget. Over 70% of annual expenditures, direct expenditures, are mandatory spending. We've written a blank check for them, and that's increasing. In addition to that, we, we lose about $1.5 trillion in revenues due to uh, tax expenditures, deductions, exemptions, credits, exclusions. So when you combine both front door and back door spending, the federal government has written a blank check for over 85% of spending. What kind of budget is
0: that? Yeah, exactly. What kind of budget is that? Well put. All right, we're running out of time. I'd love for you to give some final thoughts uh, as we begin to wrap it up. Uh, this is such a timely topic, and I so appreciate your time to talk about it.
1: Well, Kevin, again, appreciate the opportunity. Look, uh, the answer is we the people. We the people are responsible and accountable for what Congress does or fails to do. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm part of a number of organizations, including Main Street Economics, which is trying to end up, engage the American people with the facts, the truth, the tough choices to prepare the way for Congress to finally act. Because if we don't act, it is the single largest threat to our national security, our economic security, and our domestic tranquility.
0: Yeah, no question about it. All of this, I I concur. I I just feel like it's a lot like a neuro in a spittle. Uh, when it comes to policymakers uh, looking at it. And that's really on all levels of government, in my opinion. So I'm very cynical, uh, but I I think people like you need to keep doing it because at the end, when it is all collapsed, we need someone to say, hey, I told you so. And so <laughs> well, <laughs> but you, but the, you have the, a website we for the, people to learn more about, about uh, mainstream economics and, and any other website in order for people to learn about your work?
1: It, the the website is Main Street Economics, check it out. And and the reason I'm involved with this as long as 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 well as my compatriots is because we love our country, we love our children, and we love our grandchildren. And if people can agree with that, they need to get engaged. Because they're mortgaging yeah. our country's future and our kids' future and that's unacceptable and immoral.
0: No question about it. It just—it's literally theft. It's multi-generational theft, and uh, it, it's so disgusting. It's believable. Main Street economics. I believe is the correct website, MainStreetEconomics.org. And our guest today, what a great one. I'm really grateful to be able to spend time uh, with you today, and I really appreciate your work. David Walker, uh, former controller of uh, the uh, – uh, I'm, I'm losing Good it job. here. Thank you. That's right. The former con- controller general of the United States. Thanks so much for being with us, sir. Good to be with you, Kevin. Anytime. I'm Kevin Price. This is the now- Price of Business Show. Stay tuned for more after this.